if you're ready to remember who you are on an energetic, sacred, and soul level, to seek your truth, to feel your power, and to shine your light brighter than before, if you are ready to awaken on a deeper level, then I, Kimberly Castro, welcome you to Quantum Speaks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Quantum Speaks. I am your host, Kimberly Castro, and I am so happy to be here with you. And today we have our beautiful guest speaker. I'm so excited to bring uh, Jojo. Is that how you pronounce it, Jojo? I didn't even ask you. <laughs> just, just Joe is fine. <laughs> okay, Joe. Um, so I wanted to bring you on because I feel like you're doing similar things that I'm doing. And I really believe people need to know that there are normal people out there doing regular things, but we are using our, our gifts and everybody ha can have these gifts, you know, with time and practice. And if you're guided to use them, you know, on a different level, but I wanted to just introduce you and maybe tell, allow you to tell your story, how, um, how you became a spiritual teacher and um, a master teacher and to the healers and about your new program, or I think you've had the program, the, um, the activation methods. I want to hear some of that. So, so welcome. How are you? Thank you so much for asking me to be here. It's a pleasure. Yes. I'm all about speaking truth. So I'm happy to be here. And I'm great. I'm obviously, as we were just speaking before this uh, podcast went live, we were speaking about picking up on different energies and vibes of what, what's coming in for the day. And yeah, it feels good to be here. feels good. So I, I always try to prepare like mentally, emotionally and just get my energy ready, you know, and meditate and, mm -hmm. and see what's coming up. And it always seems like the night before, the morning before I just start getting information. So I feel like this one, uh, this episode is going to be more about energy and frequency and the importance of it. And I don't know how you got your start or how your story um, began with your spiritual teaching. Did you always know you were a teacher or you guided to it? Did you take some course and you had your aha moments? How did you get started with all this? Yeah. So I'll try and keep this brief because I've got a long story of like... <laughs> The history of my my past I guess so how do I even start I guess we start with um and and hey your healing journey and everybody everybody else that has these experiences will have their own aha moments or their own epiphanies but mine actually came from um trauma I think a lot of healers uh, abilities and uh I guess awakenings if you like a lot of them do come from trauma because that's yes. the path to healing right we start healing from something right. and with right. me as I was growing up I was a very different child I never knew why I was a different child until now I get it now <laughs> now that I know all about energy and and being starseed children and and you know all of that wonderful stuff um I get it now but back then I was just a very confused child and I didn't do great at school. I didn't have great um, awareness of who I was, why I existed, if you like. Um, right. I was a very lost soul, put it that way. I was a very lost soul. And as I went through school, had no idea what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be when, you know, we all have that as a kid. What, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I never had a 
a Scooby-Doo I never had a clue and um <laughs> well, that me neither <laughs> yeah right uh, but who does you know but those kids that do you're lucky because yes. I find my way um anyway anyway so I just went down a path of feeling lost which led me to abusive relationships with with guys being with the wrong people in with the wrong crowd in with um, substance abuse, alcohol abuse, all sorts. And I was on this really, really dark path of self-destruction, basically. Um, But I always knew that there was something inside of me, whether you call it an angel, my higher self, a light, a guide, whatever. I didn't know what that was, but it was speaking to me louder and louder and louder. And I actually found Reiki. I found Reiki healing. Yeah. I saw this lady. Yes. I found this, I found this lady in my neighborhood. Um, Amazing, amazing lady. She's got her own store and she's a Reiki master and she teaches like people to, to heal and things. And I thought, Oh, I don't know why I'm being called. Oh, I've just got chills. Oh, that feels good. Um, (laughs) We're talking about the right things. Yes. Um, And I was just like, I need to learn this Reiki. So I went to see this amazing lady and I fell in love with it. And she told me all about that I was an Egyptian goddess in a past life. And it was a bit like a bit much for me at that point. Um, And I just went with it. I thought, oh, so then I just wanted to tell the world about Reiki healing. And I was doing, you know, obviously it's all about your hands and channeling the, 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 the energy and I went on to the level two and oh my God, I just fell in love. Anyway, long story short, I fell in love with personal development and that led me to law of attraction, mm-hmm. which then led me to the laws of the universe, which then led me to learning all about quantum. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I'm a little bit obsessed with quantum physics and all of the, the quantum realm. And I've just gone down this path of learning about, it's kind of the way it's happened for me and the way it's kind of navigated for me is healing from trauma from my emotional trauma as a child as like having you know abuse as from it being a teenage girl with guys um really quite deep traumatic stuff to then learning about limiting beliefs learning about energy imprints that we carry from our ancestors from past lives and it's kind of just been a journey of that really just learning different modalities learning about myself learning about how, you know, we're in this vibrational universe and having a massive awakening and just being aware that those things are as they are and that they exist. And with that awareness has come such a strong knowing of deep divine knowledge that I'm now sharing with the world. So it's a bit of a long story, but that's kind of where we are now. No, but that's that's beautiful because I think like you said, a lot of people, they start off with, um, or it seems like everyone that I've talked to that are healers, not everyone is a wounded healer. Not everyone has trauma, but I find a lot of people have their own, uh, challenges and obstacles that got them to the point of becoming, um, the healer and embracing that. But along the way, like you said, I feel like we, or some of us are, you know, are, are into, I've heard into drugs and alcohol and stuff. And I almost feel like that's a way of uh, quieting down that, that calling. We don't know what it is, but we almost, like you said, we self-sabotage, but we quiet or numb that 
thing inside of us. I feel like it's a calling or uh, a knowing. And on some level, you're afraid to face it, you know, afraid to go see that, you know, what's possible. And Mm. so what limiting belief, because you said you're doing your own work, and we all feel, I feel like in order to get to the healer, we're always healing, we're always changing, we're always shifting, we're always learning. I feel like it's a school. And that's how I always imagine our levels of consciousness, our levels of awakening are, you know, um, to me, the way I think of it is school, you you start off, you don't know what you're doing, you're like a baby, you know, and then you start growing, and then you learn everything in elementary school and middle school, and then you you graduate to the next level and next level. And now you have all this other experience behind you. So, you know, when it comes to the energy and quantum and the, the laws of the universe and laws of attraction that a lot of people are, you know, seem to be, um, more attracted to, but there's so many different laws. And I feel like wherever you are in your experience, your, um, and your level, that's what you're going to be attracted to. So along the way to get to where you are, like, what is a limiting belief that you felt like was a, I didn't even know that was hiding in there. What is a core belief that maybe you could remember that the audience could tap into Wow. Um, Hundreds. (laughs) Hundreds. Well, because they're layers, right? Do you think of them like people say like a layer or onion? I like to think of it as a flower opening up. And each time you open up a petal, you start to bloom and you start to become. Mm -hmm. So it's a limiting belief. It's a pattern. But is there one that sticks out? Or maybe there's one that you seem to uh, notice as a theme with your clients. So a theme with, yeah, a theme with my clients is um, speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. That's a theme with my clients because that's something I've only just tapped into over the last, I would say like 12, 12 months, 24 months, mm-hmm. like the first, like last one to two years really. Um, and that's something I'm slowly mastering. Um and also I work with a lot of um, sexual trauma mm-hmm. with, with women. So mm-hmm. kind of sexual abuse survivors, mm-hmm. as that's obviously something I've had an experience with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a running theme for me because obviously that's my experience. So that naturally attracts because it's obviously in my vibration or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's just a running theme. But in terms of like limiting belief, I mean, I'm a very, very deep person and the way that I work is very, very deep. So I'm very good. And because I use my ability, my gifts with my my intuition, I can get on a client call and I just know what the root causes of of a client. And I like to then dig down for them to find it and go, oh my God, it's this. I'm like, I know, I knew that when you walked in the door, but I didn't want to tell you. That's how I work. I work really deeply. But so for me to, to dive into this and kind of explain about what limiting belief I think it's a little bit difficult because there's been so many. So something for me that I only just found through doing this work was this very bizarre feeling in my body of being stuck. And it's not that I believed I was stuck. It's not that I was stuck like on an emotional level or anything like that I just felt stuck and I couldn't Mm -hmm. explain it and that was showing up in my income not going higher 
in my clientele amounts, like clients coming in, it would only ever be a set amount. Um, me going to the gym, I'd go to the gym and then I'd make myself stuck and then I'd stop going. I'd want to cook new healthy recipes. I'd buy the ingredients and then I wouldn't do it. So I was like, why is this showing up in every area of my life? And I truly believe that, I mean, I've shifted that now and it's gone and it was all energy that was stuck from past lives and whatever else. But um, yes, that's why I heard past lives. I'm like, okay, good. You clear that because I definitely yeah, heard past lives. Good. It was a contract. It, I, I agreed to it before coming here. And I, it was, I cannot tell you when I had that healing session and that shifted. Oh my God. I literally sat like, oh my God, I feel completely different. I cannot explain to you what that did to my physical body. That was insane. Um, so powerful, but I wouldn't have been able to find that piece if I wouldn't have peeled away all the other layers and that can be surface level stuff. Like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve money or I could be carrying loads of anger from previous events or resentment you know all of that heavy heavy stuff that we have on the surface once we peel that away we start to come back to the truth of who we truly are without the conditioning without the ego right without the collective consciousness that's you know influencing us to be a certain way and I feel in order for me to get to that stuckness I had to peel away this surface level stuff because now that stuckness is gone. I'm now more in my truth. And it's taken me a long time. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's taken me a long time. Um, but it's been, it's been a really incredible experience. For so, sure. So for you, these layers. So when do you have, when do you peel off the layers? Do you go to your own healer? Are you your own guinea pig? Do you have your own lab in the middle of the morning or the night or meditation? Like, how does it um, show up for you? Because for me, it's uh, every day I'm peeling off something and it's amazing. It's, and like the more you work with the energy and the more connected, uh, you just hear what it is and you clear it. And like you said, you have these beautiful, like sometimes it's just a little light, little tingle and you feel like something just moved or shifted. And sometimes, like you said, it's a powerful thing. You're like, wow, who knew that was in there, but I needed to get that unstuckness out of Mm. me and clear that out. So when do you feel, or when does it show up for you that you, that you have that time to shift? Is it in a meditation? Is it something ritual? Yeah. So beforehand, before knowing all of this stuff and having all these downloads and learning all of these incredible, um, modalities and stuff, I used to go to specific people because for me personally, I've had just the the experiences I've had through trauma and and stuff. I'm quite hard, like tough cookie to crack. So there's only specific people from an unconscious mind perspective that is. Yes. Um, I've worked with specific people, but now that I've become so advanced in my niche and my speciality, I just tap in. I do my own healings. Um, I ask, I like the saying, asking is given. Yes. Um, Because if you don't ask, you don't get. And I like to ask the universe, what would it take? Like universe, God, angels, universe, what would it take for me to heal this today? And I'm welcoming it into my, my field, my vibration. And I wait and I get the answer either through a dream or I'll get like a download and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to journal this. Okay. Yeah. And then I just like write it down or, um, 
it will just come so from some way shape or another and it will be a knowing and I'm like oh my gosh I need I need to heal this or sometimes what I'll do is I'm very in tune with my myself my physical body how I feel what my emotions are and that's just through doing a lot of trauma healing through regulating my nervous system through learning all of the things that I know like I say it's been a long a long time doing this so to get here has been five years of solid work um and I'll just sit and journal so I'll say right how am I feeling how does that feel in my body okay it feels like that so what what emotion is that okay so I'll write anger or fear and I'll, I'll just tap in and I'll just ask my my body what's that where's that fear coming from what is that and I'll meditate I'll I'll ask my guides in my meditation show me what this is show me what I need to do to heal this do I need to cut cords do I need to you know call in the angels is there a contract here so I'll just ask and I witness the healing it's pretty pretty magical really it's like what you said and it took me a long time to get to that point to realize the asking it is given you have to ask I think that is the one the key to your healing is you got to ask for a long time I would shut my eyes and I would see all these visions years ago and I would just watch I would just observe but I wasn't asking anything Mm -hmm. and then when I started asking but not on purpose just my thoughts I'm like oh why did I feel that way you know not even trying to tap into anything then I started getting the answer and I'm like wait a second you know, and it was just amazing that I, you just have to ask and then you go deeper. Okay. Where's that emotion? Where am I storing it? Where is that vault? Where's that place that I don't see, you know, that I'm storing and not even in the, you know, uh, short-term parking, the long-term parking or somewhere back in somewhere far, far away. So we sort where we can see it, where we can't see it. And then we can't really get to it. And we don't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love this work that you're doing, because you're going to that route. You're going, you're helping the people get to that place that they don't even know. They don't know about that box in the back of that uh, closet, in that attic, in that basement, in that room that's been locked. You don't even know what's in there and you don't have to know what's in there, but it's still taking up space. It's still taking up room and it might be rotting there might it just might be in there just gross and nasty but you don't know what it is it's been there for years it might have been handed down from another family member they Mm -hmm. they gave you their stuff when they passed away they said here you hold on to this but you don't need it so it's about going into those dark places the hidden places that you might not even know are there you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's super important for people to take the time to go within so I love what you were saying what would it take what would it take to heal this universe, mm-hmm. God, a higher power, my, my heart, my soul, but ask, sit there mm-hmm. in that quiet moment, you know, close your eyes, just connect and just start to ask and, mm-hmm. and then feel I, you know, people don't realize because sometimes they probably don't even close their eyes. Some people don't realize how sensitive they are because they don't close their eyes. They don't even know that they're clairvoyant or they could see with their spir- uh, spiritual sight. They don't know that they could hear and it sometimes it's just like a short little whisper or that they could feel it. Some people, you know, I've had a lot of students, I can't see, I can't see anything. I'm like, well, what did you hear? They're like, oh, I heard this and this and this, but I can't see. I'm like, you're getting yeah. the answers. You're getting your answers. So mm-hmm. how, you know, you were saying that 
you don't go to uh, healers as much. So before you're probably going to healers. Now you're probably could do it all yourself, but there's still certain things because there are still certain teachers that could go a little bit deeper, have a different experience or through their frame of reference, they could help you. Do you have that one person that if you can't figure it out, you feel like it's something else. Is there like another person that you trust in your energy that could help you? You don't have to say the name. I'm just saying, is there another person or you're just strictly work on yourself? Yeah, totally. I do work with specific people with just things that I can't do. Um, so I'm trying to think of the modality that she does. I can't even, I think it's called access, access consciousness, I think is what she does. And that's all about the matrix and the the off world stuff and the really deep you know, energy imprints that we carry from lifetime to lifetime. What is that like? A, can you spell that? Do you know what that is for other people that might be new to that? Because I, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. So I don't I'm even. Not is sure. It? Okay. I'm actually not sure. I'm okay. guessing it's probably the word access. Okay. As in, like accessing something like okay. ADCEW. I guess so. I think it's that, but it's something that I want to learn because I feel like it's the next level of healing. So mm-hmm. things like um, the human. 3d level stuff like limiting beliefs and emotions and stuff like that that's fine I can do all that all of like the past life imprints and the meditation the all of that's fine it's stuff like um that stuckness Mm -hmm. I felt like something off world was holding that in place so my healer lifted that she lifted whatever was holding that in place and then released the contracts and that was like I felt like I could breathe I felt a physical change in my body the minute she came out of the healing I thought wow I've never experienced anything like that so yeah I I do have two people I work with for stuff like that and just like DNA activation mostly to to really you know stretch the DNA strands within within the body but um anything else really I do do myself but yeah I do work with other people still because I think you can always learn from other people absolutely as you say you know different people have different perspectives and different experiences and we all have so much to offer the world in in different ways right so I think it's important to still work with with people and I agree like you said sometimes when you when you're evolving there might be someone else that you know that you meet along the way that like you said, has a little bit more experience, does something a little bit different. Before I used to just, you know, go and uh, experience all, you know, different readers. This has gone way back, like 20, 25 years. Now I'm like very picky about my energy. Not that I don't trust anyone, but I only go to not even like two or three very close, well, they become became close friends, um, energy healers because I, I need to know that they have a good heart, good energy, and they're not going in there and you know, like going in my house and just, you know, making everything, you know, um, just messing stuff up, you know, or moving stuff around that shouldn't be moved around, that their intentions are pure, or I'll go to someone that I feel, you know, guided to, you know, very strong guided to go work with them, you know? And so I just became picky, you know, and mm. it's not even that I was trying to be picky. I just, I don't want to go to someone go, Oh, your chakra, this or is, is off. Yes. I know that just <laughs> go into my consciousness. Tell me about my DNA. Let's go get, you know, let's go get the karmic debt paid off and, you know, worked out. 
So I know there's different healing there, but I think we're always growing and learning so we could help other people. So we kind of go ahead of them or like, Hey, let's clear this out. And now I understand it. Cause at first I I feel like sometimes we don't understand what we're doing or why. And once Mm -hmm. we get a hold of it, then you're like, okay, let me teach these people because I feel a lot lighter. I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, um, what was I going to say? You talked about the DNA. So do you see, like, how do you perceive energy? Like, do you see, do you feel, do you center yeah. all of it? Like, do you have a predominant sense or, or what's easier um, for you? So it's really bizarre actually, because it comes in different ways and it depends on what the situation is for me so if I work with a client I get words a lot to the right side of me like it comes in so for example I had a client yesterday working with abandonment I knew it was abandonment straight away I knew it was I just I just she was and it comes when clients speak to me yes yes so when clients speak I'm like okay I'm getting this I'm getting this okay and then the words come and then I'm like okay this is what it is and then they'll say oh I feel like it's this I'm like yeah so I get confirmation um or sometimes I'll have a physical reaction so if I'm working with a client and I feel really anxious I know that that's the clients so I actually have um like the physical feeling in my body that's not all the time though um sometimes I see not like my outside eye but my third eye Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll see and for me it always comes with um like for example you know some people see spirit or some people see things that the client may have done in the past or whatever I just see their stuff as in their energy their negative emotions I just see it in emotion form I don't know why that's does that make sense so like if I see somebody sometimes in a room it will be like a gray if it's if it's really dark and gray and then I feel I'm like that person's really sad that person's got a lot of sadness or that person's got that they they've been through this kind of trauma and that's what they need to work on obviously I would never tell them that because that's that that's not down to me to to be doing that but that's how I see things as well it's very bizarre it's it's always around emotions with clients and then for me with healings I'm then quite visual so then I'm shown things and then I feel things so I've got quite a few senses but I think my strongest sense would probably be like the the feeling and the knowing Okay. And then you mentioned the healing. So you mean like a hands-on healing or you're on the phone and you, you're, you're doing uh, like a distance healing from someone that you see a little bit better or when you're connected to someone. Does it's it when I'm connected to someone. Okay. Yeah. It's when, when they speak, it comes to me through words. So okay. I, if somebody is, is speaking, I, that it's like something just comes down. It's like, and then I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. So do you connect when, um, when you're with a client, you, you're saying you're, you're hearing them, the information's coming in, but is there a level you go to like, okay, today I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going in the office. I got my microphone. I got my friend here. That's going to be here. Do you call a specific energy or guide, or do you go to a specific place or room to always be in that frequency 
like like if you go to the doctor, you go to the doctor's office. If you go to um, to get your a massage, you go into the massage room. Do you, when you're specifically working um, on in an area, do you go to a specific level? No, it just comes. Okay. It just comes in. If I'm doing stuff like distant stuff, I have to get myself into a, I have to be fully alone. I have to have a really clear space um, because I'm very susceptible to energy. A lot of my centers are open in my human design. So I'm very, very susceptible to energy. So I have to have a lot of protection and a lot of discernment between what's mine and what I'm picking up on. Um, So if it's distant stuff, then I do have a specific space in my energy that I like to go and I go to a, a certain level. Um, I like to go to, to a theta brainwave a lot because that's obviously with, you know, a really powerful brainwave to go for instant healings. Um, but yeah, if it's actually with a client, mm-hmm. I, it just comes. Well, that's no, I'm just, I, I love that, but I love hearing what everybody else does, you know, because everyone learns something different because I used to go different places, but now the more I'm being guided to more of the quantum healing and, and quantum energy, I always feel like I have to go to the quantum field to get the highest and greatest energy. Cause sometimes I go, you know, sometimes if you're not in the, the frequency or the level, um, to get the deep, deep healing. Mm. I keep being shown that you, and, and to me, I, I have a, a space that I go to and I'm shown to go to a certain area, to go to a certain level. And when I graduate from that area, I'll be shown to go. And I'll always ask with this person, where am I going? What level am I going to, to work on whatever energy they need to work to? So the way I'm shown is you know, to go to that, that specific room, but every person's a little bit different, but it seems to be the same level. The highest level I have access to might not be the highest level. That's good for the person, you know, Mm -hmm. or that could sustain the energy for that amount of time to go deep or Mm -hmm. not even deep. Sometimes it's not deep. They just need an energy clearing and they're like, yeah, I feel so much better. I can sleep good. You know, sometimes it's very, easy. So I like to people to, to hear what's possible. If you're a healer, you know, the different things. And do you have a ritual that you would like to share? Is there something specific you, you have to do maybe every day, like your protection or to get yourself centered or anchored? Is there something you could share with the audience that maybe they could do today or start incorporating and just see if it works just because we say it doesn't mean it's going to work for them, but it's at least a seed of light, something, a little seed we could plant. And if they Mm. feel like using it, I I would, you know, something that they could try. Yeah. So there's a few things that are a couple of things actually, um, that I'd like to share. So the whole basis of, of me doing this is if I'm not at my best Mm -hmm. in my highest vibration, I feel like because energy transmutes, right, with, you know, we can transfer energy all the time. I want my client to be able to experience the best of me. Yes. Um, because that's their highest of good. They've given me their money for a session. Therefore, I'm here to provide a service. And if that service isn't up to par with what I believe it to be, then that's obviously because there's something going on in my vibration. So the first thing I like to do is I like to make sure my energy is clean. So yes. 
what I like to do for that. And there's a couple of things. So before, before I created the activation method with my business partner, before that was, was born and downloaded into the world, um, I used to just ground myself. First of all, I'm somebody that's quite, um, grounded anyway within my energy but because I'm so open and because I take so many other people's energies I've got to constantly rinse off constantly keep rinsing off because otherwise I, I don't know what's mine and I'll say something and someone will be like you said that the other day what and I'm like oh my god what am I saying that's not even mine so like I have to have that discernment and, and cleanse off right um but every morning I like to ground myself I like to come back to the the feeling of oneness because I think a lot of people forget that we are connected to all that is everything that exists in this world we are connected to all that is and I think if you can come back to that energy it is so beautiful it is so powerful and you can really come from a place of I guess love gratitude safety and that for me is is key um so I like to ground myself and I like to bring in the white light. I like to bring in the white light. I ask my guides to come in and I will say, what would it take for you to clear my energy field today? What would it take for you to make sure that my chakras are clean and that they're open, ready to receive whatever I need to receive to help to heal? Um, I might do a meditation. It depends on, you know, how the energy feels for that right. day. But then when the activation method was born, which is my own healing modality, um we have a 21 day aftercare process and within that aftercare process we give our clients a meditation where they go up to the fifth plane mm -hmm. they connect with their higher self their angels and just being in that energy is just so beautiful it's so peaceful and it really just gets your vibration clean it gets your vibration nice and high and you just feel so full of love and you're full of love and you're just full of grateful uh, gratitude for everything. And also what we get you to do is to acknowledge your ego because acknowledging your ego on a daily basis gets all the negative out. You're getting all the negative out. So if you think we think over 60,000 thoughts a day and if one or two or even three thoughts, the first five minutes of your day are negative, they're going to spiral to be even worse. Right. So what we like to do and what I now do pretty much every day, because I just love the feeling of being in that beautiful energy space, is I get my journal and any negative thought that comes in, I acknowledge it. I don't suppress it because that's not good. You've got to acknowledge it. You've got to feel it, right? I acknowledge it and I contemplate a little bit and I think, okay, I, I think about why am I feeling this? Like what's going on? Where is this going? And I'll write in my journal how I'm feeling just to get it out and then I do my higher self meditation and then I'm ready for the day I've brought the light in my guides are with me I'm protected I'm coming from a loving space and I'm high vibration and people you know they they calibrate to that people calibrate to that so that's that's what I do now every morning well, that's beautiful so you said you have a partner so and you had the information downloaded so was it like a, a one-time thing or over a period of time you you received your information how do you did you receive the download do you was it in dreams did you sit down in meditation and it just came to you it was shown one time and it came to life because I think it's a lot of people 
receive the information, they're asking the questions, or maybe they're not even asking, but they're, they're seeing what can be, but maybe they don't pursue it. So, I mean, I think it's amazing that you're actually doing and following through with your intuition. The download, was it something you guys kind of came up with together when it came through? And like, how did that come to life? How did your modality so yeah so it's really interesting actually because there's a story to this and I truly believe this is a prime example of what I always say which is you can connect the dots looking backwards but you can't connect the dots looking forwards and when I sit and, and look back I truly believe now that there were there were subconscious or intuitive hits however you want to say it that were completely unconscious that I didn't even realize were coming through. And my business partner, Natasha, we've got our own training academy where we, we teach this to people and we've got our own trainers that, that teach their own people. And it's a beautiful little tribe that we've created with, with this incredible, this powerful modality. And um, it kind of happened to us both at the same time, but in different ways. So when I was starting out as a coach, my first ever one of my first ever programs was the mind activation and that was about taking people to their higher mind it was about helping them to activate more of their consciousness their awareness peeling back the layers of all the trauma to come back to the truth of who they are Tasha had something similar and I remember Tasha saying to me I want the activation I want the activation I don't know why but I feel so drawn to the activation why and that was way before we even became teachers way before we were just coaches in our own right and I was like well if you want to use it like go for it like do, do your own thing anyway we, we we then got on the path of learning different modalities and there was a modality that we learned called quantum holographic echo healing which is really powerful it's not ours it's somebody else's but it's incredible incredible and um it was through learning that and practicing that with clients that we found we were using that modality and then other things would come in so we'd get like for example Natasha which she's very very clairvoyant very clairvoyant like it's ridiculous and scary how clairvoyant she is she'd be with a client and she'd see a cord so she'd say oh you've got a cord attached to your, your third eye let's just go in and, and get rid of that and the client would be like oh my god yeah I can see it too so then the client would release it and then Natasha would do other things like, um, let's say something came up from their vibration of something to do with their dad or an ancestral pattern. Natasha or I would go in and go, oh, I feel like I feel like you need to forgive this person just from intuition. I feel like there's some forgiveness that needs to happen here to really let this go. And what we were finding through this is it was all the little pieces were just dropping in through this other modality. Mm. And we both came together and were like, I'm doing different things in these sessions. I don't know about you, but are you doing? And she was like, oh my God, me too. And we came together and she was like, I'm doing this. I was like, oh my God, I'm doing similar things. Oh my God, what the hell? And then it was like, okay, okay. Let's think about this because we can't take this modality. This is a separate entity that isn't ours. We have to honor that and respect that. Let's just make our own modality. And then it just dropped in. And she was like, the activation method. I said, oh. Do you remember a year ago when you said you won the activation? She was like, oh, my God. So it was meant to be all of these little things throughout this this journey came to be the activation method. And now we it's almost 
we are going to be making changes to it where we bring more of the psychic element into it that's something that's coming um but at the moment as it stands it's helping the client to do their own visualization self-healing so it's it's helping them to trust themselves with what comes up for them in their physical body doing the you know trusting their own senses and that in itself even aside to the healing activates their senses so what we've noticed throughout this whole time of doing these sessions even people that aren't aware of psych psychism and in intuition and things the sessions help them to heal it's helped them to connect to their higher self but it's actually helped to activate something within them where they're like oh my god i'm seeing things or my intuition's through the roof. I'm feeling all of these things and things are coming true or I'm having dreams and they're happening. What's happening to me? And I'm like, it's because we're helping you to activate every aspect of what's within you. So I don't know who gifted this to us, but thank you because <laughs> it, it dropped in and, and here we are. Well, I'm glad you're using your gifts because a lot of people have gifts and they, they don't use them. Either they're scared, they don't know what to do. And it doesn't mean you have to go create your own modality or, you know, have sessions with anyone or be a coach. It just might be for whatever you're doing in your life, whether you're a photographer or you're a cook or you're a baker or you own your own restaurant or whatever you are. You're using those gifts maybe to connect with other people or to for the creatives of whether you play an instrument or write songs or whatever the inspiration, you know, you use those gifts for something else, maybe to create something. So I'm, I love that you're taking your healing and teaching others about it. And, and as you heal them, you're also opening up those parts of you, the more and more you're like, okay, I taught this person, they're healing, they feel better, they feel more connected, and that brings you to the next level, the next level. So mm -hmm. if, uh, if someone wanted to have a session with you, do you do one and one on ones? Or is it just the, the activation method you do? Or how if someone wanted to connect with you? Um, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Um, so I mean, because the the most part of my business is through the academy which is the activation method so that's both of us but I do my own clients as well Tasha also does her own clients so we're two separate entities but we've come together for the activation method so with my work I I mean I can work with any type of limitation block emotion you know it's fine but my speciality is trauma it's helping people to overcome childhood trauma, sexual trauma, um, all kind of the deep, deep wounds of, of their, their experience. Um, and I guess, I mean, I've got my social media. A lot of people find me through there. I am in the, the uh, at the moment, working through getting my own website. Um, and I do have, I do have a call scheduler link, but I don't know if it's working or not. So I guess, <laughs> I guess the best thing would be to either email me or to find me on my social media. Okay. And it's Joe, Jojo Ellen. Um, we'll yeah. have it in the show notes. I'll add either uh, a link to your website or your social media, um, however, whatever is best for you. So if anyone wants to reach out, do a one-on-one, -on -one. if anyone's having any issues, with trauma that they need help with. And, and I think it's super important to reach out if you feel like you can't do it on your own. There are people and there's many different methods. There are many different 
coaches and therapists and doctors. So I always say, listen to your intuition, listen to that gut. And just because somebody else doesn't believe in it or doesn't understand, doesn't mean it's not going to work because Mm -hmm. energy is super, super powerful. I've done lots of healings on myself, family, friends, clients, and it's amazing what just one session will do. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just about reaching out and taking that, that, that step. And then finding that person that, that resonates with you, that understands you. And if that's your specialty, you know, I welcome anyone to, to reach out to you. And again, it'll be in the show notes, how to reach you, but I wanted to thank you. But before we go, is there anything else you'd like to share? Any, any guidance, anything, the tip, like if this was the only opportunity you had to tell someone something or plant that seed of light, Mm. what is there? What is there that you would like them to know? So throughout us talking throughout this whole time, I keep getting this little nudge here, <laughs> tell it like trust, trust, trust. And I feel like I feel like that's just coming through for a reason. So I'm just going to tap into that and go with it. And I feel like what's coming through is because I often channel things as well. So sometimes I go off on a, on a tangent and I'm like, I don't even know what I just said. Go, um, go for but, it. <laughs> but I feel I feel like if you are somebody who even if you haven't had trauma and to be fair I think trauma gets very very misunderstood I feel like people have to people think that you have to have gone through a really severe detrimental thing for it to be a trauma and it's not the case trauma comes in all shapes and sizes and you know trauma is just a result of us not feeling safe in our bodies right that that's all it is um so if you are somebody listening to this and you feel blocked you're not sure you you have things that that need to be healed you you've got emotions or you're just not feeling right within yourself and you know that something needs to be shifted, then I would say the word trust is huge. You've got to trust that what comes up for you is completely right for you. And you've got to trust in what your body is trying to communicate to you because your body is trying to, if you're in pain, if you have dis-ease, if you are really super emotional or whatever it is that you're experiencing in your physical reality, you will always have correspondence and communication from your physical body. It will be telling you something. So tap into that. That's what we do in the activation method. Anyway, we tap into where you feel it physically and just, just sit with yourself, just be really, really in a quiet space and just be patient with yourself. Allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Even if you don't know what it is that you're feeling, even if you aren't sure of what the emotions are, just allow it because the biggest thing with with people these days and maybe from years ago, I don't know, is people just suppress it and they like, oh, I'll just throw myself into work. Oh, I'll just do this. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not allowed to feel. No, feel. Feel it in your body, feel it in your mind, feel it wherever it is and just allow it to come up and just trust yourself to have the answer for what it is or where you need to go to heal it. And ask, always asking it is given, what would it take for me to heal this? listen to what comes through and trust it to be right for you and then go for it with whatever you're guided to do that is what I would say I love that that's a perfect way to end this that's a beautiful I just picture I want to try it too I mean just (laughs) even the words because I know the words have power I know Mm. the sequence of the words have power at least that's how I experience it and I whenever I go somewhere to heal I'm shown like I, I ask what do I need and how do I say it 
and it's a sequence of words, whether it's I allow or I accept or I invite or I let go or I release or I activate, whatever it is, it's a sequence of words. And once you get the sequence, and again, it's just asking, you know, and saying it over, it's a release energetically somewhere, somehow it happens. Mm. So I want to thank you so much for being here um, and allowing me to pick your brain, because I think a lot of times it's kind of like a mystery, like, how do they do it? How do they see? And it's, we're just, just a regular person, just getting information and we just decide to either use it or decide to ignore it or decide to just tap into that calling to mm-hmm. listen to that intuition, to trust, to surrender to what is for my highest and greatest good. Show me, show me, what do I need to do? How do I heal? How do I get through this? How, mm-hmm. how do I take the next step? And a lot of times it's baby steps. Like you said, the activation came, it was downloaded, but you didn't know, but you kept moving forward. And until the puzzle piece kind of came together and you could see it, you know, there, your life is like a puzzle piece of experiences and they all create the map, the journey, it, that vision of what can be. And they're all choices. You can choose to go with it or to just stay quiet or whatever. But what if I could tell anyone else or anyone listening, just list, like you said, trust, trust your intuition, follow your guidance. And I thank everybody for being here. I thank you. Um, and hopefully you'll come back because I feel like you have a lot to share and a lot more that other people can learn from. And in the show notes, I'll have uh, how they could get a hold of you. So thank you. Have a great day. And uh, everybody just listen to that intuition and just watch your blessings unfold. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.